All right, so we are uh, we're on episode two of the Inside Insights podcast, and today I brought on a guest who is an entrepreneur, um, someone who owns and founded his own digital marketing agency called Whole Brain Digital. Uh, his name is Nick Simmons. So, uh, so Nick, welcome to the pod, man. How's uh, how's life treating you? Another day, you know. Uh, it's weird times with quarantine right now, but uh, just taking it day by day. Business is still going. Uh, a couple of my other gigs are still going well, so happy to be on here. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad uh, glad that you uh, you want to come on and, and talk a little bit about uh, what you do. So uh, to start off, can you kind of give us a little background on, on where you're from, maybe where you went to school, and just how you got started in entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. So um, from Millstadt, Illinois, uh, you know, just east of the river um, in Illinois from St. Louis. I went to Missouri State with you, um, or we went to the same place, uh, whatever you right. want to call it. But uh, my, my start with entrepreneurship, you know, I've always been like a, a business-minded person, to be honest. You know, um, when I was a kid selling like pecans from the pecan tree in the front yard, um, on the playground making like weird this is weird, but like little weird bead characters and selling them for like 25 cents to kids on the playground and stuff. Yeah. Just little things like that. But as I got older, you know, I was, I was super interested in, in the business side of things, always trying to think of like inventions and everything. But when you're going through college, you got to kind of get serious about it. And, uh, I was presented an opportunity for an internship that I applied for as a business development intern and as mm -hmm. soon as I got in that role, I had a whole bunch of freedom and uh, I just fell in love with all the advertising marketing side of business. And I was like, this is it. This is how, this is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. And it brought me to where I am today. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for those who may not know, what exactly is a digital marketing agency and what type of services do you provide to your clients? So digital marketing agency, um, you know, digital being the first word, a lot of my clients, you know, I'll meet them a few times um, in person for that, you know, nothing beats an in-person meeting to get a client. But as far as the digital side of things, that's web design, um, SEO for your website, uh, digital advertising, as far as like on Amazon, on Google AdWords, um, running videos on YouTube, anything that has to do with a business and being on the internet um is what your your agency would help you with so um i don't know if that really answered the question completely but i i say it all the time i'm kind of a one-man wrecking crew with everything that has to deal with website video um things like that yeah no no i, I definitely got you um is there one area within your digital marketing agency that you like to put a focus on or are you kind of uh pretty evened out across the board? Yeah. So definitely things that I prefer and things that I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. So um, I'd say my bread and butter is actual Google ads. So running search ads, keyword search ads on Google to bring leads to businesses, um, whether that be any industry, say like window treatment company or a plumbing company. So when you search plumbing company near me, um, my client and me will set up ads on Google. When you type that in, you want to be, you know, top three on Google search results. So 
those are cost per click ads. So you pay per click. I'd say that I'm best at that followed by um, web design. Almost every business that I come across um, that's interested in digital advertising, you know, they want more leads or they want more business, but you can't get that business without having a good digital um, presence or a good digital landing page for someone to go to, to learn about your brand, to understand your services. So I'd say websites and actual search ads is what I'm best at. And what I enjoy more than say copywriting or um, graphic design, things that just take time. And I know people are better than it, better at it than I am, even though I can't execute those things. But that's, that's kind of how I look at those. Yeah, man. Digital marketing is a, is a beast that I didn't really know about until I, I kind of got into it and there's so many different rabbit holes you can go down into uh, with it. Yeah. Uh, So at, at what age did you, officially start your digital marketing agency so man time's getting away from me now i'm really bad with numbers in that aspect but it was my senior year of college so i was like a fifth year in college and um i was i had this internship that turned into a job i was still doing part-time and uh, my senior year of college people kept asking me hey you they knew me because i because of my internship and you know what they knew about what I did there or my, my part-time job. And they're like, Hey, you do websites, right? Or you do graphic design, right? And I'm like, yeah, I do it. And I just kept being presented with all these opportunities and it was like a no brainer. And I felt as if, you know, um, it's now or never probably isn't the right way to say it, but I would be really disappointed myself in the future if I didn't go ahead and try it since I'm so young and I can take that risk now, you know, I don't, no one, no one's, uh, I'm not responsible for anyone else's well-being except for myself, essentially. So it was my senior year of college. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. So I started my own LLC my senior year. I guess I'd be probably 22 or 23 years old when I started that. Okay. So when you were first starting out, um, how, how were you able to kind of get your foot in the door with other businesses as a college kid or a guy in his early twenties, how were you able to get businesses to kind of trust you to handle their marketing and and take a risk with you? So that, you know, one of my things about my business and I, I say it from the beginning is I'm a huge relationship person where, especially early on in the business, I'd rather establish a relationship than demand, you know, X amount of dollars, thousand dollars a month to do this. And you're going to get all these things. A lot of times business owners aren't interested in the cost if they know they're going to be, well, they're interested in that, but they're more worried about the person or people they're going to be working with and knowing that like you can get a hold of that person. So getting my foot in the door, um, a lot of it at the beginning, you know, like I said, among my close group of friends and people I knew acquaintances, they knew me as like that digital guy, the marketing guy. Um, because of what I did for my part-time job, but, um, it took a couple buddies, a couple acquaintances from my fraternity, um, saying, Hey, I, I see you on LinkedIn because that's one thing I create a lot of content, just personal branding, just, um, updating people on what I do, showing designs and videos. And it took about two people and it happened within like the same month where they're like, Hey, we know you do this. We're looking for this. We've had success in this in the past but we didn't like the person we worked with and then from there you know you have 
two, three clients under you, and then you start to have results. And then those results are something you can just, when someone comes to you, you can just say, yes, I did X and Y. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, one thing leads to another. And then before you know it, you got more clients than you count. You can count on two hands, you know? Right. Um, are you, are you kind of confined to one specific industry as far as your clients go, or are you kind of spread across the board there? I'm pretty spread across the board, you know, with some of my clients where we, we've talked about um, almost partnering in a certain niche or niche. Um, but I'm spread all the way across, honestly. So I do window treatments, plumbing, laundry mats, sandblasting, uh, logistics, carpet cleaning, e-commerce website. I have a, um, I have a country music artist, which that is really fun because it's not sell, 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 sell. It's, yeah. it's music, which is entertaining for everyone. And a lot of people can get behind that. So I am, I am so spread out with everything I do. Um, I would like to, you know, get into one niche, but it's just, you, you get, you do what you're presented with, honestly. Yeah. You're probably gaining a lot of experience, kind of getting a taste of everything. Yeah. I mean, I, it's unreal. I'm learning so much about every industry. And if I wasn't doing my own agency thing and I worked for one company, you know, um, it'd be hard to learn about different things because what, what works in one industry doesn't work in another. So say you work in the corporate world, um, you do mark doing marketing for someone, you do it for that one type of company for so long. And then if you, you have to move on to another job because something happens, you know, all you really have to say for yourself is you did it for one person. And mm-hmm. I can say I've done that for, for 20 people. So that, that experience and just learning is so fun to me um, because, you know, why would I have to know anything about a flatbed trucking company? But right. those are the things you do. So it, it is fun and it's interesting. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. Like you said earlier, you, you said that you were kind of a, a one man wrecking crew. Um, what, so, so what do you do on like a daily basis or do you have any specific like routines that you do to kind of hold yourself accountable and make sure that you get done what needs to be done? So, you know, of course this whole quarantine thing, the COVID-19 thing has changed a lot. Um, you know, some of the businesses, some of my clients, they've had to temporarily shut down the business until they are allowed to legally reopen. Right. So, some of that has changed, say, within the last month. But, you know, my typical day is honestly, um, you wake up, you grab your coffee, and then you go through all the emails. Um, there's, you know, all these different emails, text messages, um, and just kind of understanding what's going on in my, in my world that day. Um, as far as holding myself accountable, you know, it, like it's one man wrecking crew. It, it is just me. Um, so the way I hold myself accountable, um, is honestly my giant whiteboard on my wall and then also, um, my content. So a steady flow of content for my clients and me seeing that every day on social media and seeing the engagement when that stops, you can tell that that client's kind of wondering like, you know what, you know, only two posts went out this week or something like that. So basically just the pressure where I'm self-employed and I know if I lost that one customer, that is, 
X amount of dollars, say $500 a month that I'm not going to be able to have to pay bills to, to save up for my future. So it's just that it mostly is that just self drive to, to grind and to know that I literally have to, because if I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not operating a business. So it's, it is a lot of just self, what is the word like self actualization or how do you say that? You know what I'm talking about? It's just, you, it's on you, man. You, it, you can only blame yourself. It's no one else's fault. Just taking um, ownership kind of. Yep. Taking ownership. It, you know, I have my whiteboard. I have my, all the emails I deal with my own content for my personal branding. And then, you know, I follow like a couple people, um, like as far as like Gary Vaynerchuk, like the man, the myth, the legend, right. um, guys like that, where, you know, I'm pretty self-motivating, but that little chirp on my phone, whenever I catch myself on social media, it it's big to keep me going, you know, just, just mm-hmm. to know that I, I am in fact on my own path and I believe it's the right path. Right. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, do you find it difficult to not get weighed down with non-marketing duties? So owning your own business, you have to, you know, kind of be the accounting department you have to be the sales department and does does that kind of take away from you focusing solely on your marketing duties and your actual services right i mean it absolutely does um but you you have to realize at one point um you know early on you don't have the revenue the monthly revenue stream to pay for all these services but um as you grow a little bit more i've been allowed to get a little hands off with those things. So like you said, at the beginning, I was keeping track of all my books um, and things like that. But now I have a CPA who does my book work, um, you know, uh, so I don't have to worry about any of that. And then when it comes tax season, I literally just hand over a folder to my tax guy and he tells me what I owe the government, you know? So that is like really relieved a lot of stress because I'm not here every day being like, Oh, I think this is a accounts receivable. Like accounting was literally my kryptonite. I hated that in college. It was the one thing I could think about anything else, but accounting, man, I retook my second level accounting class like three times for no reason. (laughs) Two times. I was just like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. It cost me, you know, thousands of dollars, but man, I cannot. And accounting is not my thing. Kudos to those, to those who, do their own accounting and everything. I mean, I keep track of everything right in my QuickBooks, in my software, but as far as making sure everything's balanced out, man, I, I have to let go of that part of the business. So on those non-marketing things, I have been able to let go, which is really nice. Um, as far as the sales part, I'd say 90% of my business has been built through referrals. So I'm not, at this point actively like really reaching out to to sell 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 um you know it is just me right now and i'm scaling kind of on my own time so it's worked out really well with the amount of clients i have and the time i have in the day because mm-hmm. some things have to take priority over the others and i can't let something just go by the wayside um because you know i try to be a man of my word so when i tell a client that they're going to get this or they're going to be able to talk to me anytime they want. I can't allow myself not to, to uphold that promise to my clients. So, uh, 
getting bogged down on those non-marketing things does happen, but you got to learn to let go a little bit. Right. Do you think, um, do you think you'll be scaling, uh, down the road? Or are you pretty comfortable with where you're at and the amount of clients you kind of handle now? Yeah. I mean, right now I could probably add a couple more, um, and say this is non COVID-19. So mm-hmm. when everything's back to normal, everyone's operating, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost maxed out in what I can do. Um, and I have, you know, everything that's went into my business, um, has stayed in the business in my, um, business checking account. So I, I don't really have to dig into any of that. So, you know, phase two of, of scaling is, is hiring a copywriter, um, and hiring a dot, uh, a graphic designer so that they can take off these everyday tasks that, you know, I have to design. It's a part of my business. It's part of what I offer in my services for social media management and all that. But Mm -hmm. as a business owner, if I'm trying to run an actual business, it's not worth my time because I know someone's quicker, better and enjoys it more. Right. Right. So how do you stay up to date on like the latest marketing trends and, and business trends or just entrepreneurship in general? Right. So, I mean, I've always been kind of a, a tech guy where I'm, I've, I've always been on the internet, um, always been on social media. I'm not um, as active in, in posting like my personal life on there, but I've always, you know, when, when I see that new app or I'm on Twitter and someone posts something that I hadn't seen before, the marketing advertising side of me is always thinking, which is when I say that side of me, that literally is me. So like just looking at, those I'm always relating it back to my business um, or marketing advertising in that thing. Not about how to make a book, but how you can leverage these platforms to create something, to create a community or anything like that. So honestly, it's, it's keeping up with the social media to see what's next. Um, And then, you know, um, the news doesn't help that much, but if you're just like observing and just kind of taking everything for what it is, you can kind of get a sense of what's cool and what you can't do to keep up with these trends is you cannot be like, Oh, that'll never be popular. You kind of have to put it in the back in your back pocket and be like, if this pops off or, you know, maybe I should just start dabbling my dabbling my feet in the water a little bit to, to just see how it works. Because at one point someone's going to ask you, Hey, I saw this. How does this work? And you can be that guy, which is huge for clients or just in everyday life, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Just being open-minded about it. Um, something that recently just blew up that I didn't think it would blow up to the extent that it did is TikTok, And everyone <laughs> seems like everyone's all over TikTok now, especially with the whole coronavirus situation. Yeah. That's, that's funny. You say that. Um, so the other company I, I work for part-time, and part-time, I mean, like I work for them every day is step and pull. It's the foot operated door opener. And, um, I set up a TikTok forum about a month ago and, um, our second video I ever posted, it has 1.3 million views right now. Does it? Another one has 479,000. So there's over, there's, it's approaching almost 2 million views on like nine videos that I've posted on TikTok, And it's just insane. The amount of engagement, the amount of views and exposure you can get from just posting a video. I, dude, TikTok, 
it's so funny. I, I downloaded it cause I was like, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to download it. See what's, see what it's about. You know, just being open-minded and then start talking to some friends, sending some videos to each other. Next thing you know, my mom has it. Now I'll be like walking around the house and my, I'll just hear TikTok sounds and videos going on. Like I look in the bedroom. It's like my dad sitting there before he goes to bed, scrolling on TikTok. I'm like, it's, it's peaking. It is it's reaching the masses at this point. Yeah. It's, it's scary how addicting it is. My, my dad has it too. And he sits on <laughs> the lazy boy and scrolls through TikTok, and I'm guilty of it too. It's, it's uh it's real easy to waste an hour or two just scrolling on there. It is. And uh, you know, I feel like, I don't know what it is, but it's a little different than Facebook and Twitter scrolling where you get on, you get off, you get on, you get off. Yeah. TikTok's kind of like one of those things when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. And like you get to the point where they had, I'm sure, I don't know if you've seen it, but if you're on there watching videos for a certain amount of time, there'll be an ad from TikTok that, TikTok that goes, Hey, you've been watching videos for a long time. Why don't you take a break? Go get a glass of water or something like that. And I'm like, Oh man, how long <laughs> have I been on this thing? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's funny, but man, it's entertaining. I, I like it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I definitely pick and choose when I, I want to commit to it though. Right. You mentioned step and pull. What yep. exactly is, is step and pull and, and what, what's your role there? Okay. So step and pull is a foot operated door opener that you step and pull it open with your foot. It mounts to the bottom of any commercial lat- latchless metal or wood door. So, you know, when you're walking in a restroom and you have the touchless sink, you have the touchless soap, you have the touchless, um, the air dryer or the paper towels. Um, then you walk up to that door and it's a pull door. Um, and you have to touch that, that door handle. And that's like the, you know, dramatic moment where you're like, I literally just washed my hands. So, um, it's a really simple little device, um, that just screws into the bottom of the door. Um, so I, that's what I talked about earlier. Um, I got a business development internship with those guys at seven pole in Springfield, Missouri, when I was in college there. Um, and I was super passionate about the products cause I was like low key, kind of a little germaphobe, um, a lot more in, in college, um, early college I'd say. And, uh, so that internship turned into a part-time job. So, um, that's, that's what I, I'm, I'm their digital guy. I'm their digital marketing manager is my title. So I'm running, um, Amazon ads. I'm running YouTube ads, um, updating their, um, their website and everything. But, um, with this COVID-19, you know, seven pull prevents the spread of germs, cross contamination and all those things. So with this COVID-19, um, we've literally 50 X the business in a, basically overnight. So we went from doing X amount of dollars to doing 50 times that. So there's been huge growing pains and we have had to scale tremendously, you know, almost double staff and everything. So I'm supporting a lot of, um, I'm supporting say like international distributors now. So we're setting up a Canada website. We have guys in New Zealand, Australia, Hong Kong. So I'm kind of playing this digital role on a global scale now for, for branding and everything. And man, I, I love it. Um, it's so fun when I started with them, you know, they were doing a drop in the bucket compared to what they're doing now. And at this point, you know, we could be a household name really soon, really soon where 
when you think about that, uh, you know, foot operated door opener, you're thinking about step and pull. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I was, uh, whenever you mentioned that earlier, I was thinking there's a few companies that are really benefiting from this whole COVID-19 pandemic. And I feel like step and pull is probably definitely, definitely one of those, those businesses that's doing really well now. Yeah, man, absolutely. And you know, the cool part about it is, and why I'm really like happy and proud to be a part of that team is they've been at it for 13 years. So within your statement there, um, you know, they're not just a company that has, you know, seen, um, revenue potential and just like, Oh, we're going to make a foot door opener and we're going to make all this money. That's not how it's been. We've been at it. They've been at it for over 13 years and I've been at it for over four. So there's ton of exposure. There's ton of people that are, you know, trying to say that, you know, they've thought of this bright idea, but you know, we've been grinding at it for 13 years. So it's kind of a warm, fuzzy feeling and, and a good, um, and a, and a good vibe because you know, you're helping people at the same time and also growing this small Missouri business into a global brand. So it's so fun. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. Um, so I got a few more final questions, little fun questions that I like to ask, cool. uh, all the, uh, all the guests in the show. So the first question is if you could have lunch with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? That's a really tough one. <laughs> um, I would say, honestly, Gary Vaynerchuk, he is yeah. alive and well, as most people know, he's just like, uh, why just, why not, man? I mean, the dude's a beast. He's, he's running a multi-million dollar, um, advertising agency, which would be my like dream role. Um, but he's like the type of guy where he's always thinking about business. He's always thinking about the grind and uh, he's just, I mean, not a mentor, but a, a huge influence in those things. My other one would be Albert Einstein. Yeah. Um, that dude, the theory of relativity with time and space, bro, that stuff. <laughs> oh, that stuff boggles my mind. It'd be him or Einstein, but I don't know if Einstein and I could have a conversation that made any sense. Um, yeah. He'd probably just look at me like I'm, a caveman you know so. <laughs> yeah dude Gary Vandercheck is, is so intense I remember a couple months ago I was following him on social media and he was kind of predicting TikTok blowing up and then here we are a couple months later it's like a household name um, yeah so yeah he's yeah, definitely one dad of those has it. yeah my dad has it <laughs> exactly yeah he, he keeps doing that and one thing I do a lot I watch Twitch which is a streaming service for gamers or people who are just chatting um and he's he said he's the other day he said he's going all in on twitch and uh like i'm watching someone right now on my tv he's got eighty thousand people watching him live right now um to play video play, games right play video games yep he's playing call of duty right now and that's considered esports correct esports yep i'm huge if if i could publicly invest in in an esports company i would I think yeah. it's I think it's literally the future in the sense of you think about football, baseball, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be people that are getting in like multiverse like simulations playing yeah. like shooter games and football yeah. and stuff, bro. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Maybe not in the next 20 years, but it it's coming in hot. Yeah, we're in a we're in a strange time. There's a lot of technical innovation going on. Yeah, I love it, man. 
All right, last question. Um, if you could go back in time uh, and talk to a younger version of yourself and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Man, I, one, one of my things is, you know, I always try to be positive. Um, I would say don't sweat the small stuff because um, it's just not worth it. And everyone grows, everyone changes. So I would just say, you know, don't get worked up about little things that, you know, in six months, one year won't, won't matter. Or even five years, you know, if it's not going to totally change the rest of your life and you're not, you know, really messing up, then don't sweat the little stuff, honestly, is how I would look at it. Um, also, maybe I'd tell myself, uh, do it a little sooner. Um, in the sense of business and in life, shooting your shot, man, I'd say just just do it. And if you have that thought, do it. Um, because it's like compounding interest, you know, the longer you're in it, the more the more you're going to make, um, the more you're going to set up for yourself. So so I would say do it sooner and don't sweat the small stuff, honestly. But I wouldn't go back in time. If that's a question, I wouldn't do that. I think everything happens for a reason, but I'd say just do it sooner if you could. Yeah, I definitely agree with, uh, with all those points. Um, okay. So are there any, um, online platforms that people could find you on if they want to look up whole brain digital or just connect with you in general? Yeah. I mean, you can literally Google whole brain digital LLC and you'll find my website. It's wholebraindigital.com. Um, I have a LinkedIn page, whole brain digital LLC, same for Facebook. Um, I have a Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm really active on LinkedIn. I'm always sharing my clients' websites, um, new projects I'm working on and stuff. So uh, it's funny. I, I've had people say to me that, you know, one of the first things they hadn't seen me in the wild, they'd be like, hey, man, I keep seeing your stuff on LinkedIn. I'm, I always see you on there. So that's probably like one of my favorite platforms. Uh, so connect with, connect with me there. And uh, yeah. For sure, man. I'll... Uh... I'll put those down in the description of the podcast also. Um, other than that, man, that's all I got. I appreciate you coming on and uh, good luck to you the rest of 2020. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, if you ever, if you ever need a, a guest within something, um, I'm, I'm open to it. So just hit me up, man. Awesome, man. Appreciate it.